Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Atlanta's incredible playoff run continues. The Celtics follow the players' lead in hiring their next coach. Plus, why will this year be different for the Vikings? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Trey Young poured in 48 points, including a little shimmy shake for added effort. And the Atlanta Hawks stunned the Milwaukee Bucks 116-113 in a game Milwaukee seemed to control most of the way. Joining me now from Locked on Hawks, Brad Rowland. And Brad, every time you come on the show, I ask you some version of the question, is this sustainable? Can the Hawks keep doing this? And the Hawks keep on doing this. At what point is this just who Atlanta is? I, mean, I think we have to be uh, almost getting there because to your point, it, it feels like that's the question every night, even beyond our conversations is, you know, the Hawks just keep pulling this off and it's a comeback. I mean, this, this is not, it wasn't quite on the level of those comebacks against Philadelphia, but they were trailing, as you mentioned, for a large portion of this game, even down six, seven points in the fourth quarter. And they just keep making plays. And obviously Trey Young was ridiculous in this game, but he's capable of that. It's not like it's an outlier when he's really good because he's really good. So, you know, the Hawks are obviously feeling great and now they lead the series. So, I mean, Trey Young, 48 points, 11 assists, seven rebounds. They don't need that theoretically every game that they expect to win in this series. But, what did you see from Milwaukee that you felt like Atlanta exploited in this game? Cause it seemed like they decided not to switch those pick and rolls until like the fourth quarter, they played drop the whole game and said, Hey, Trey, if you're going to make those floaters great. And guess what? He made the floaters. Yeah, he's going to do that. And I think that, you know, clearly he's not going to average 48 in the series. And uh, he did actually cool off on the floaters in the second half. I think he was one of seven on floaters after halftime after starting out very well, but uh, you know, they didn't switch, like you said, until they had to. And that's been a criticism of Milwaukee in the past is that Budenholzer is not the most flexible guy. And uh, they kind of played to their strengths and it didn't necessarily work out for him. If you look at the numbers in this game, a lot of them favor Milwaukee. But, you know, sometimes all, all it takes in the NBA is an individual performance that sort of transcends that. And uh, it's not all it's not all Trey Young, but uh, man, if you look at this box score, it pretty much is Trey Young being phenomenal. A couple of other guys played well, played well for sure, but he overcame a lot. Giannis in this game was also outstanding, 34-12-9, and and it felt like anytime he wanted to get to the rim, he could. If we're projecting this forward, does Atlanta need to make any changes on how they handle him, or is this just going to be the kind of thing where they're just holding on for dear life, the same way the Bucs are with Trey Young? I think some of it is just holding on for dear life. I think there are some point-of-attack changes the Hawks need to make defensively overall. You know, the Bucs had 70 points in the paint in this game, and if they do that, the Hawks are fighting an uphill battle. I know they won this game, but defensively, they were not fantastic for portions of this game. Giannis is going to get his, but it can't be as easy, and the Hawks, I think, know that at this point. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, the Celtics follow the players' lead in hiring their next coach. That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. 
Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The two best words in sports, Game 7. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Anthony Bavillier comes through with the overtime game winner, and the Islanders beat the Lightning 3-2 to force Game 7 in Tampa Bay on Friday. What a great effort by the Islanders. They fell behind 2-0, and just like this team, they never say die. They kept plugging away. Scotty Mayfield tied it in the third period with an unbelievable goal, a goal scorer's goal, and this team kept plugging away and plugging away until they got the overtime game winner. One more magic moment at the Nassau Coliseum. The Suns are up 2-0 in the Western Conference Finals against the Clippers, and they might be getting even more help. Chris Paul is listed by the team as probable for Game 3. Meanwhile, Clippers star Kawhi Leonard has been ruled out for Thursday's game in L.A. He hasn't played since June 14th because of a sprained right knee. Paul has been in the league's health and safety protocols since last Wednesday and missed the first two games of the Western Conference Finals against the Clippers. Still, Phoenix leads the series 2-0. USA Basketball finalized its roster for the Tokyo Olympics on Wednesday, getting pledges from Zach Levine and Jeremy Grant, while James Harden had to withdraw because of a hamstring injury. The team will be highlighted by Kevin Durant, who will go for his third gold medal. He and former Golden State Warriors teammate Draymond Green are the only returning members of the 2016 team that won gold at the Rio Olympics. But the roster is still stacked with all-star players in their first Olympics, including Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Bam Adebayo, and Jason Tatum. Kevin Love, who was on the 2012 gold medal team in London, is also on the team. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for tonight on betonline.ag. The Suns have an opportunity to go up 3-0 on the Clippers, and Chris Paul looks like he's coming back. Kawhi Leonard has already been ruled out. Can the Clippers get on the board? The betonline.ag line has Phoenix favored by one. The Montreal Canadiens have a chance to do the unthinkable and advance to the Stanley Cup final one more win over the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, and that series will be over. The odds makers at betonline.ag don't think they're going to do it, setting the line at Vegas, favored by a goal and a half. For all your NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoff, MLB, or golf odds, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know. Brad Stevens did not waste much time finding his replacement. Of course, he was elevated into the front office, and now the Celtics will be replacing him with former Nets assistant Ime Udoka. Joining me now from Locked On Celtics, John Corrales and John. How does this change the outlook for the Celtics? in 2021 and beyond. Why was this the right choice? Uh, I think for a a number of reasons, but the the biggest impact right away is going to be that this is a guy that I think the players really wanted. 
uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart were all part of the FIBA World Cup team, and uh, Udoka was one of the the coaches there that was working with the team in practice. They've gotten to know him. They they raved about him. When Brad Stevens asked them who they they wanted, he was one of the names. So uh, right away, you've got a coach that they wanted, uh, and it's important to note that he's a, a black head coach. That's something that they wanted, and he's a new head coach that's in now in the rotation in the NBA. You know, once you're in, you're in. And I think these guys are going to go into next season saying, we are not going to be the reason why this guy doesn't get another job or doesn't succeed in the NBA. We're going to be the reason why this guy walks in and does a good job so they can see that more young black head coaches should be hired. You mentioned the players had to say that they were excited about him. But I also think the part about hiring a black head coach matters especially in Boston. This is a a city that has at times over the last few years said players have said, "Ah, I don't really want to go there. How much do you think changing that culture was a part of making this hire? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting history in Boston because, you know, Boston does have a, the Celtics have a great history. Uh, You know, the first black player drafted uh, the first black head coach, the first all black starting five. Um, They have, I, I think, it's uh, a third of their championships, almost a third of their championships were from black head coaches. So they they do have that history, yet they obviously have the reputation uh, that the city has earned over its its history uh, in the 70s. So there, it's a dichotomy that they are trying to, to work against and hiring Udoka and having the guys here be happy with that hire is certainly going to be something that uh, allows for when, when say, Jason Tatum goes to Tokyo and Bradley Beal is there, that when they have that conversation, Tatum's going to be excited about his team, excited for what's next. And when he starts talking about, hey, Brad, come on, well, you know, look, look what we're doing over here. We're, we're, we're starting to get this right over here. That, I think, is something that they're hoping for. Why will this year be different for the perpetually underachieving Vikings? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Comes in nine delicious base flavors. Peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, mint brownie, coconut almond. They're awesome. And they also have these incredible limited time flavors that are just, they're just trying to outdo themselves, it seemed. And and the grasshopper flavor that they sent me the other day. Oh my God goodness it is truly unbelievable and and they sent me a little box of them and every time i eat them i'm just like how did they do this because it's covered in chocolate it tastes delicious and yet it's low calorie it's low sugar it's high fiber and it's high protein i don't know how they did it but they did it so go check it out go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locks 15 to get 15 percent off your first order that's promo code locks 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The Minnesota Vikings have been a perennial playoff team the last handful of seasons under Mike Zimmer, bringing in Kirk Cousins, trying to add pieces here and there to get them over the top. Just this offseason, they've added Bashad Breland from the Kansas City Chiefs, Sheldon Richardson, who could be key pieces on defense for them. Joining me now from Locked on Vikings, Luke Braun and Luke. This is a team, though, that is 
infamous, I would say, for failing to get over the hump. <laughs> Why would this year be different? So I think the, the reason this year would be different than the other Kirk Cousins years is that they have defensive tackles. Um, you know, Linval Joseph was great. Uh, he was great in 2018. He kind of fell away in 2019 and they didn't have him in 2020. And the other guy was like Shamar Stefan for those years, who is not good. Now they have a rotation of Dalvin Tomlinson, Sheldon Richardson and Michael Pierce, all of whom will cost about the same as two star Ludalelis in uh, 2021 cap space. So they have a good rotation of defensive tackles and everything on defense can kind of move out from there. Um, there's a lot more optimism about the offensive line. They got a couple rookies starting. We just kind of have to wait and see how that turns out. But mostly I think the big key is that the, that interior of the defense is going to be really difficult to run inside against. And that means a lot more concepts are going to be that much easier to defend. Offensively, we saw Justin Jefferson with a breakout rookie season, arguably the best rookie season we've ever seen. And somehow it might not even be the best rookie receiver Viking season, oh, yeah. uh, which is pretty crazy. This offense, how could they get better in 2021? So I think there's two major things holding the offense back for me. One is Kirk Cousins not being a fantastic pressure eraser. And the other is that being exacerbated by a ton of pressure. Um, and <laughs> if you look at the actual like value lost, if you want to go deep into EPA or even just kind of look at it, you can see the amount of pressure did more damage than the severity of the pressure. Um, which kind of tells you fix the offensive line will do more than fixing Kirk Cousins, even though you obviously want to try your best to do both. Um, so I, I think a better offensive line, better pass protection is kind of the best. The, it's where there's the most meat on the bone in terms of actual pass catching weapons. They've got Thielen, they've got Jefferson, Dalvin Cook catching shallow things, catching screens and um, both their tight ends. I'm really excited about Irv Smith already kind of had, he had a really good December when Kyle Ruff went out, he had to step up, be tight end number one. He answered that call and that meant Tyler Conklin had to be tight end two and he answered that call. So I'm real happy with the, the skill players. Um, it's just the protection and keeping Kirk Cousins clean. Let's end on this. If Jordan Love is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, are the Minnesota Vikings the best team in the NFC North? Yes, and, and may God's will be done. <laughs> look, I, I think the Bears have a better argument than the Packers if it's Jordan Love. I just don't believe in Jordan. I mean, look, he can come in and totally ball out, and I, I, I'd admit I'm wrong there. But just based off of what we kind of saw in college and what you'd expect after one year, he always seemed like a guy that needed two, and I don't think he's finished yet. So if you're putting an unfinished quarterback out there, that'll sink a good roster. Um, but I, I think the bears do have a, a decent argument for that. If fields is the guy that I think he is, and I was super high on him in the draft. So if I'm right about fields and I kind of don't want to be, um, and you know, their defense has lost a couple pieces, but still has some, you know, exciting, some Eddie Jackson, of course they have Khalil Mack. Um, I, I think the bears can put something together. Um, but here's the thing I bet on the Vikings to win the North back in April. So I'm all in. And finally, the NFL has informed its teams that it will accept bids from cities other than Indianapolis to host its annual scouting combine beginning in 2023. All NFL teams will have the opportunity to let the league know whether they have interest in hosting the combine as well as upcoming NFL drafts and Super Bowls. The combine has been held in Indy since 1987, the year I was born, though only the medical portion was held this year due to COVID-19. The 2022 combine is scheduled to be in Indy 
as well. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up Friday, can the Clippers save their season without Kawhi Leonard? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.